Hello and welcome to the Rugby Championship Round 1 preview, Round 2 preview. <laughs> oh dear, what a start. Brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place for predictions and opinion. And it looks like it is going to be a solo show with the with you for me from me tonight for you. So uh, yeah, do have a chat in the live chat if you are watching live um, and let me know your thoughts as we go through uh, both of the games. So obviously the big thing this weekend is that last year the Springboks beat the All Blacks in Wellington and the Pumas beat the Wallabies in Australia. Can both the teams back up uh, those away wins last year and do it again this year? Fascinating thing. Um, It's got to be an absolute age uh, since that situation has uh, sort of been around. So yeah, really looking forward to it and seeing what... um, uh, what they might do. Uh, so, so kicking off first, we have uh, New Zealand versus South Africa, um, the 7.35 kickoff uh, as we normally get here in New Zealand, um, uh, down in Wellington. Uh, it's a sold out game, so it should be a good crowd, uh, which is so a good atmosphere. Sorry, obviously it's going to be a good crowd. It's going to be sold out, isn't it? Um, so it should be a good atmosphere. So looking forward to that. Uh, both sides uh, kind of left a lot of players, well, New Zealand left a lot of players at home when they travelled over to Argentina and South Africa sent a lot of players ahead of them um, across to New Zealand um, that missed that game. So lots of changes for both teams in their match day 23s. Looking at New Zealand, we've got Moody, Taylor, Franks, so that Crusaders front row there with Ritalik and Whitelock in the engine room. So basically, yeah, you might argue that uh, whether whether Dane Coles is first choice um, hooker or, or Cody Taylor is nowadays, but basically, yeah, that looks like a first choice front five. Shannon Frizzell then gets his chance in the sixth jersey with Matt Todd and Kieran Reid, two more Crusaders on the uh, on, on the loose side and at number eight. TG Perinara, Richie Moanga are the guys who are going to run the show. Um, then we have Sonny Bill Williams and Jack Goodhue in the uh, centres. Uh, good evening, Andre. Great to, great to have you with us. Um, and then a back three of Rico Iwani, Ben Smith, and then in that 15 jersey, Bowden Barrett. So the two big shocks or big surprises in this one really are, I think Matt Todd was a bit, a bit surprised to see him uh, get a start. Um, but yeah, not surprised actually really when you think Sam Kane's getting rested. Uh, and then... Um, Bowden Barrett at 15. That's the big, big um, surprise, really. Let's quickly go through the bench first um, before we get on to that kind of stuff. So Coles, um, Offa Twangafasi and Angus Ta'avo um, are the front row, which, basically was, which was the starting front row uh, last weekend on, on the bench. Via Fafita is going to cover the locks, which is really kind of interesting as that's one of the problem, one of the things that he got criticised for last year was playing too much lock and not enough six. So interesting to see that he's being used um, as the replacement lock or in that jersey at the very least. Dawson Papilihi um, gets a, another chance um, from the bench. Uh, then you've got Aaron Smith, Anton Leonard-Brown in the 22 jersey and George Bridge in the 23 jersey. So yes, no space for Joshuaani on the bench, which means that, yeah, Bowden Barrett uh, is the replacement fly half, but he's, but he's obviously starting actually on the pitch. So um, quite a few players with not much experience. I mean, Frizzell, just the four caps. Uh, Richard Mwanga, even though he's been around and a great player, only nine caps to his name, but a surprise there. Jack Goodhue, only seven um, <coughs> on the bench. Angus Twyber with four. Dalton Papilihi with two. 
and George Bridge with just that solitary cap against Japan last year. So, um, yeah, not a surprise that uh, the, or, or, or there's big changes. Let's say a couple of a couple of them there. First one up is uh, yeah, the big one really is Bowden Barrett at 15. Is Mwanga Barrett the kind of uh, replacement for the Barrett McKenzie axis that we've been that we saw last season? Are we going to revert back that two playmaker um, uh, style of play, uh, or are we going to see um, Bowden Barrett? Uh, um, Playing more of a traditional fifteen uh, and injecting himself into the uh, uh, into the in, into the line like a traditional fifteen, like a Ben Smith kind of would do. Uh, as Andre says, yeah, best ten in, um, in the world, the world's best ten at fifteen, and the world and the best the world's best fifteen at fourteen. Um, the as I say, he says, yeah, surprise are trying so close to every World Cup. I think they're trying lots of combinations um, out just so that they that they're ready. A bit like um, trying. Um, Jordy Barrett in the uh, 11 jersey last weekend. Uh, it's kind of like, yeah, if we have to play this formation through, um, then uh, how? Let, let, let's give the guys a bit of a run out at this. Because Bowden Barrett has not played much 15 in the last couple of years. So, uh, yeah, are we going to see a re- reversion to that style of play we saw last year with Dame McKenzie uh, and Bowden Barrett playing left and right first receivers uh, at the Rucks? That at central midfield, um, which is going to be interesting if we do um, if we do that. Um, the other point here is it was uh, and that was a good. Uh, if you want to have a quick look at that and have a look at um, Squidge Rugby's uh, video, looking at yesterday's game because he yeah, sorry look at last week's game because he uh, talks about that point that uh, how the All Blacks had to change from having two playmakers on the pitch uh, and of course that gets them back into that situation. The other thing that got pointed out um, tactically from last weekend, particularly um, by the uh, an article in Rugby Pass, was that the All Blacks had moved away from a 1-3-3-1 formation of their forwards. So basically the idea that you have two pods of three in the middle of the pitch and one player out wide each side, sort of Dane Coles, um, very famous for playing out wide and doing that sort of thing. Shown, um, for his, uh, sorry, Fita has, um, has, has, has shown he's really good at that position as um, as well quick player so that's uh, this yeah they were actually playing with two forwards just outside the ruck and what that did was it locked it it, it attracted the attention of the four rush um, defenders there uh, allowing Aaron Smith to put a long a, a passing behind to um, a Bowden Barrett uh, and letting the ball get wider quicker and um, we'll see if they stick with that uh, tactics this weekend against the uh, Springboks or whether they revert back to having two pods of three in the middle of the pitch um, and having the sort of the the passing it to the, the central guy and having options either side of him plus the ball out the back, will they revert back to that tactic that we see we've seen very popular recently, or are they going to keep with trying out that two um, forwards uh, just outside the ruck wall um, to, to attract to, to lock in those four sort of first four defenders? We'll see. Um, going to be interesting to see how it goes. Yep, yeah, I'm also very happy for for, for Shannon Frizzell. I think Frizzell. Um, is going to be the first choice six unless um, Liam Squire comes back into the uh, the reckoning. Um, but at the moment, yes, I think Frizzell um, probably will be that uh, first choice um, six. Looking at the um, uh, at the the, the Springboks, then um, Kitsoff, Marks, uh, and uh, Malherbe, um are the the front row. Ebenezer Beth back after playing last weekend, and Franka Mostert as Beth, one of three players, along with Steph to, Peter Steph to Toit uh, and Mapipi, um, who are the um, three players who retained from last week. So yeah, so we've got twelve new players 
on in the starting 15. So Espeth must start there. Um, a player that everyone's really excited to see is Quagga Smith in that number six jersey, which means the loose um, forward, um, obviously, with... Um, with with with, with for, for South Africa, he's only got one cap to his name. It's amazing um, for when you consider uh, how integral he's been for the Lions. But he's been playing a lot of sevens, so just got one cap there. So yeah, Quagga Smith, Peter Sevatoy, Dwayne Vermeulen is actually captain. Bit of a surprise there when you think that players like Etzbeth, um have been captain in the past. But yep, uh, looking at strengthening that uh, leadership team there. Fafta Clerk, Henri Pollard um, come in. Um, uh, in the in, to uh, in that nine ten combination, we then have Delende and Am in the centres, uh, Mapimpi, uh, Jet Keslin, Colby, um, and Willie Larue uh, as the back three. Obviously, uh, Colby has, has been tearing things up with Toulouse. Really excited to see him back in it um, as well. Oh, Rob Ball, hi, good to see you there. Um, Mags midfield for the um, <laughs> for uh, for the. Uh, for, for the All Blacks. Um, interesting, I hadn't, caught, hadn't figured that one out, but yes, um, let's go, go, go back to his school rugby. So that's the uh, choice there. Um, one of the points that uh, has been made, and I think that a lot of people have been made, is, is that man for man uh, is the, uh, with Matt Todd and Fafita and um, Frizzell in there, um, up against Quagga Smith and Peter Steftatoy, is uh, are the man for man, are the Lucy stronger for the, um, uh, for the Springboks? Yes, but you remember, it's not man against man, is it? It's a team sport, um, and so maybe they maybe they are man for man on paper, a, a better loose forward, but it's going to be how they complement each other and how they combine. Um, looking at the replacements for South Africa, um, their entire bench, except for Francoise, um, uh, sorry, Franz Stern, Stein, uh, all started last weekend. So um, Mbobi, uh, uh, um, the Beast, um, Naya Kaney, uh, the front row, um, R.G. Steinman, Francois Lowe, Herschel Yanchis, um, obviously after that, uh, after his amazing debut last weekend, Franz Stein uh, in the 22 jersey and Jesse Creel. Lots of sort of noise being made about the fact that Stein's there in that 22 jersey, um, but the uh, um, has been very clear to say that, look, um, Elton Yanchis is the second choice uh, fly half. He will be going as second choice fly half to the Rugby World Cup, but they've got to figure out what happens if Pollard or um, Yanchis get injured because Williamson at the moment is injured. Uh, so hence, this is he's made it very clear that just because he's picking players ahead of other players this weekend does not mean that this is his first choice side. He is trying things out um, ahead of the Rugby World Cup, um, which is what you've, um, which is what, what you've, got, you've got to do. Uh, yeah, Peter Sefcoy also has been captain, by the way. I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to see Vermeulen get the captaincy ahead of both of those two. Um, last year, the result in this game was uh, that uh, South Africa won 34-36, just a two-point win. In fact, the, uh, over the last three games, we've had two two-point wins and one one-point win. So a total of five um, points mar has, has been the margin, uh, winning margins for the past three games. So expect this one to be a tight one. Yes, the one before that did blow out up in Albany. Um, was it a 44-point win or whatever? But those three games have been very close since then. So... Um, do keep a. Uh, I'm saying this one to be to, to be close again. Um, I'll say totally changed team for the Springboks, so it's going to be a lot about how well do they gel. Because um, if you think about the from a uh, All Blacks point of view, there's a lot of Crusaders in there who are used to playing with each other, so they, that that shouldn't be a problem for them. But um, 
we've got a lot of players who've come back. So Willie Roo from Wasps uh, in England. You've got Colby from France. Um, Faf from uh, also has come back from England uh, and sells Sharks. Uh, and, and Mostert from England playing for Gloucester. So um, a number of players coming from overseas won't be in part of camps and stuff as well. So kind of interesting to see how that um, all goes. Uh, I'm going for the All Blacks by seven, uh, but uh, to gain revenge for last year. Uh, yeah, neither of these sides are first choice sides. Let's be honest. This isn't what the war is. These are, these are skirmishes ahead of the Rugby World Cup, which is the real battle. So... Um, both sides won't be uh, are trying things out, and it's going to be really interesting to see what's um, the style of play more than anything else. Um, just a quick between games, just a quick reminder that you can become a supporter of Driving More. Link down below to um, patreon.com forward slash driving more. That's to become a supporter where you get exclusive access to video, opinion video pieces and other um, articles as well that I put on there. Um, it's only a dollar a month, so please go and um, give that a go. Hey, Alan, great to see you in the live chat there. Um, as well, for, thank you for joining us. Um, so, on to the Wallabies versus the Pumas. Again, the away side won this one um, last year by a narrow margin. Um, looking at the Australian side, out go um, Harry Johnson-Holmes. Now, let's be honest, he was brought in injury. He got his debut last time. Bernard Foley, Dane Hewlett-Petty, Tom Banks, and Jack Dempsey. So, a bunch of players there in Foley, Hewlett-Petty, Banks, that um, perhaps maybe Dempsey, Dempsey as well, who, yeah, you've got to say... Um, a bit surprised at really. Uh, they, if if we were talking about again Australia just trying to continue with their best side, but no, they're switching things around as well. Um, as they've said, income Scott C.O. Leaf, Christian Leofano, and that is the big um, uh, the big one uh, here, isn't it? Because obviously we have um, uh, he's come back from his leukemia, uh, and it's great to see him back uh, playing for um, the uh, playing for the Wallabies. Um, Corey Betty, Luke Jones, and James O'Connor come in. Now, one of the big things that we're seeing here from Checker, and I guess we should have expected this because we've seen something similar before the last Rugby World Cup when he brought Gitto and Mitchell back, is that uh, there are a number of players coming back from big, big, great, big, big grapes, big, big breaks <laughs> um, uh, from playing for the Wallabies. Uh, it's 1,125 days since um, Christian Leofano last played for the Wallabies. For James O'Connor, 2,140 days, apparently. Jones, 1,700 days. Um, Slipper, over 1,000 days as well. And Nick White was before last weekend um, with with 1,400 days. So um, a whole bunch of players who uh, have had big gaps from the international arena um, are in there. So let's just run through uh, that 15 for you. Um, so Sio, Fainga and Kepu are the um, front row. Rodder and Arnold in the engine room. Um, Salakai Lotto, who had a really impressive game last weekend, I thought, uh, in their the sixth jersey. Hooper uh, and Nazarani, number eight, for his second test. Yeah, no debuts um, this weekend. Genya and Leofano come into that um, axis. Um then we have uh, Karevi and Kurindrani, the uh, two big guys in the centres there, with Corabetti, Hodge, and Beal out on the uh, as, as your back three. Now, Curly Beal came back and played very, um, uh, very well uh, in, in the last game off the bench. And I think I, I was thinking that perhaps that was how he's going to get used in future in that kind of impact player role when he's got more space, when people are a little bit more tired. To but um, but Curly Beal getting another go. Uh, in that 15 jersey. Uh, for the reserves, 
Um, Latu, Slipper, Topu. Um, even though Topu got that uh, card last weekend, yeah, he's not uh, not been punished or reprimanded for that. Those three are back on, are, are, are on the bench. Um, Simmons um, is the, uh, the the lock replacement. Luke Jones, the Lucy replacement. Um, Nick White and Matt Tamua in the 22, uh, 21 and 22 um, jerseys. So the... Oops, one of the players, sorry, obviously James O'Connor in the 23 jersey um, as, as well. So Matt Tamur, uh, Sonny says, look like he is that uh, replacement to 22 because obviously he can come off the bench um, and not only play 10, but he can also play 12 um, as well. So maybe looking at um, him being one of those kind of ideal um, bench players. The um, So they all those players coming back... Uh, now, one of the things that, I mean, a lot of people are very down on the Wallabies after last weekend. And what we saw there was, to, to me, wasn't as bad a performance as everyone was everyone's saying. Sure, the second half, they were, were, were they came out definitely second best. But in that first half, they had two tries they could easily have scored. Um, first off, Karevi with that forward passed, pass, um, and also then uh, Dane Hellot Petty fumbling over the line. And those two tries are scored, and the, Wall- and the Wallabies are well up at half time. That's a totally different ball game. So, um, yeah, I don't think the Wallabies are quite as bad uh, as everybody is painting them out to be, uh, uh, to, to be honest. But they've got the Pumas now. They've got two games um, against the All Blacks after that, two Bledisloe Cup games. They could very well go into the Rugby World Cup with uh, having lost all these four games um, in the warm-up. They've got a Samoa game as well, which you'd expect them to win um, in Australia. So they could go into the Rugby World Cup having only won one out of five games. Um, and then the first game at the Rugby World Cup is against Fiji. So this one is very important for them, and they're going to realise that for, 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 for morale. They're going to need a good performance. They're going to want to have um, that win. Heading over to the um, uh, to the Pumas, and as um, Rob says in the chat, yeah, we just really hope that they've got the emotional energy to keep going. They've already gone through a um, Super Rugby final. A lot of these players, um, they've got a few more um, foreign players brought in, but on the whole, most of these players have had sort of had a couple of really um, draining games um, emotionally in the in that um, Super Rugby final, and then followed that up by just a two point, sorry, just a four point loss to the All Blacks last weekend. They really did push them close. That would, that would have been their first ever win over the All Blacks. So. Yeah, emotion, uh, being able to get up for this game is going to be a really big thing for um, the Pumas. And let's hope they can keep going, um, as Rob says. Um, um, Tatsi, um, Montoya, uh, Figalo um, are your front row. Um, Creevy is injured this weekend. You've got Petty Lavanini in the engine room there. Then Matera, uh, Lazana and Issa uh, in the loose forwards. Uh, If you're listening to... Myself and Herman on Monday night, I think it was when we reviewed the game, he was calling for Issa and saying, hey, look, you need to get Issa back in this side. He's one of those ball carriers that the um, Pumas have been missing. Because you've got Lavanini, Matera, there were only two, and, and Creevy were the three that were carrying the ball most. Um, so getting Issa in there, uh, especially with Creevy out, is really important for them from a ball carrying point of view. Um, Cabelli um, Sanchez are going to run things. Um, obviously good again for Sanchez to get more game time used to his players around him. Um, De La Fuente um, Moroni are the 12 and 13. Moroni moving in from the wing and that allows him to play Moyano and um, Cordero is the guy who's pushed Moroni in. Um, obviously he's been playing well for extra Chiefs this past season. So you've got Cordero and Issa, the two um, overseas players joining um, Tetsa 
and um, uh, and Sanchez as the four overseas players in this side. And then finally, Tuchelet is there in the 15 jersey with Buffelli um, dropping out of the match day at 23. Um, Sokino comes in. It could be his debut um, at hooker. Now that really uh, shows you that uh, the Pumas need, need, need to give him game time because if they lose either um, Montoya or Creevy, the, the next choice is is pretty poor. I mean, it's one of those things we've been saying, or next choice has got really little experience, sorry. One of those things we've been saying about the All Blacks is after the first two, hey, there's a big drop-off um, at hooker. So similar, similar situation for Argentina. Vivas and Herrera are the other two front row replacements. Um, Alemano uh, and, and Le Guzman uh, round out the forward replacements. Ezekura, um Bonilla and Orlando are the uh, backs replacements. So, um, Rob calls this the battle of the wooden spoon. Um, yes and no, because I mean, South Africa have now got to travel to Argentina for that last game. So, uh, definitely could say that uh, the Pumas could beat um, the Springboks, and the Springboks could go into, could, could, we could end up with the Springboks, um, the Pumas, and the Wallabies, all with just one win um, to their name uh, come at the end of this championship. So, um, me, I'm actually going for the, uh, the Pumas to win this one by five um, uh, to back up their win in Australia last year. This one's, the Wallabies have been disappointed. They're not being able to, ex- I mean, not being able to um, finish those opportunities. Their execution just isn't quite there. Now, maybe they'll click um, on Saturday night. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but this Pumas side can go through lots and lots of phases. They can really hold on to the ball. They can starve you of possession. Um, I can't see this Wallabies side putting up the defensive effort that the All Blacks did. These Wallabies, the Wallabies are going to want that ball and want to be running with it. They're not going to want to be defending for long periods um, of time in the same way um, that the All Blacks were, were, were comfortable to do so um, last weekend. Um, obviously, a lot of it is going to be important around those ball carriers that I've talked about already for them because uh, um, Australia have gone for a big pack again, just like they did last weekend against the Springboks. They, they are going to try and bash people. Um, so the, uh, this is going to be a tough game um, for the Pumas. Obviously, both sides have had a lot of travel over the last week. You'd expect them to, the Pumas want to get it out wide to the Corderos, um, Moyano. I mean, Moroni made all those breaks in the Super Rugby final, um, seeing him uh, putting him in that um, 13 jersey, there's lots of pace, there's lots of le- there's lots of um, guile there, uh, and they're going to be wanting to use that to um, obviously to, to as, as much as they can. So another cracking game. I will be live after the All Blacks versus the Springboks with Michael Pullman, um, giving a live stri- post match reaction straight after the final whistle, and I'll be live straight after this game, uh, the, Wall- the Wallabies versus the Pumas with Herman. I'm giving you a live post-match reaction to this game. This one kicks off, I think it's 10 p.m. on um, uh, New Zealand time. So about midnight-ish, we'll be uh, going live after this game. And around about uh, 9.30, we'll be going live after the All Blacks game. So um, join us for those games as well, um, people. Looking forward to it. Um, it should be a cracker. Um, Checker is, is holding back his master plan. He's been playing dumb for three years, being all together for Japan. Maybe so. Maybe he's been bluffing for this past three years, lulling us all into a uh, sense, a false sense of security, uh, thinking that, hey, Fiji could get up and beat the Wallabies, um, and suddenly they're going to make it to the final yet again. We will have to wait and see. Um, love your faith there, Rob. I'm not sure that uh, that's really what's been going on. Um, but uh, have a great weekend all. Enjoy both games. As I say, join me for live post-match reactions. 
um, to those. And don't forget, if you'd like to support the channel, check down below uh, in the notes. There is a link to patreon.com forward slash driving more. It's only a dollar a month and you get access to my exclusive weekly um, video opinion pieces plus written articles um, as well. So go check that out.